Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Happy Friday and welcome to the Presence Podcast. I'm Rick and I'm glad you're here listening today. This is episode 40 and also day 40 of my quest to keep my eyes, ears, and soul open each and every day to when, where, and how I experience the presence of God. It's been a meaningful journey for me thus far in 2018, and I hope that you find these reflections thought-provoking and meaningful too. Today was the second day of the freshman retreat at the Catholic school where I teach religion. If you listened to yesterday's podcast, you heard the background on our retreats, as well as why we have two consecutive days of retreat. Essentially, it's the same retreat both days, with half of the about 200 freshman class going each day. The retreat leaders are juniors who take a Christian leadership class for their religion requirement. Conveniently, there's two sections of this class, one led yesterday and the other today. Yesterday, I talked about how I experienced the presence of God and the singing and movement the freshmen did to praise God. Today, it wasn't in movement, but rather in the structures the kids built in the gym to be their homes during the small group parts of the day. Let me explain. I wish I could show you a photo of what I'll try to adequately describe with just words. Yesterday and today, the frosh were asked to bring blankets on the retreat. This has been done for prior retreats, usually to sit on top of, as they sit on the gym floor, or to do what blankets are made for, wrap up in them to keep warm. For this retreat, the blanket served a very different purpose. I don't know whose idea this was, perhaps a junior leader, but the first small group task after the obligatory icebreakers was to choose a name for the group, create a sign with the name on it, and come up with a group cheer and dance to present later on to the whole group. While some small group members did this, others embarked on a building project. They gathered blankets and rolls of masking tape, we call it locker tape, along with hard plastic chairs and long plastic tables, and created forts out of these items. Here's where my words may not convey the remarkable beauty of what the freshmen and their leaders created. Imagine a typical high school gym. The bleachers are pulled in, so you have 12-foot walls running parallel to the basketball court. Up against these, on either side, there are colorful blankets taped up and supported by chairs and tables. Each one is made a bit differently. Some have sagging blankets barely held up by the not-so-sticky tape while others have tight corners, well-placed supports, making for sound structures. A few have strategically placed themed blankets, like Disney princesses or sports teams, which make a statement while they form a roof or a wall. As striking as these forts, actually tents, were to look at, they served a real function for the retreat. The small groups crawled into them, and it was in each of these little shelters that the sharing which is usually the heart of a retreat, took place. At one point, I returned to the gym after leaving the retreat to attend to my classes and was startled to see that it appeared empty. With a closer look, I realized that the students were all in the gym, but I couldn't see or hear them because they were all in their little huts. Actually, I could see a few of them as they were on their bellies and a few pair of legs were sticking out. I experienced the presence of God on this second day of retreat as I marveled at the creativity and ingenuity of our students in constructing these shelters. More significantly, I recognized how each of these was a temporary home creating a sacred community space for the small groups within the larger functional space of the gym. 
I wonder how much more intimate the sharing was in what was a temporary home enveloping each small group compared to how the sharing would be with the participants sitting in those hard plastic chairs in a circle exposed in the larger space of the gym. I hope the groups experience God's presence in what they built as well as the community they formed within the walls of their little fleeting sanctuaries. What have you constructed which became a place of shelter and sanctuary for you? How did what you shared with others in this shelter help you to experience the presence of God? Thanks for listening. Blessings and peace.